Welcome to the Fantasy Football Picks and Bet Show on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Scott Simpson. Glad to be back. And as always, we are sponsored by Prize Picks. You can sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below. It's code MMN for the Mayo Media Network. And it's a $100 deposit match bonus. You get that free 100 bucks to play. So really, you're starting with 200 bucks, which I love. We always say over here at the Mayo Media Network, it's free money. Get that free money. Uh, also, while you're here, like and subscribe on YouTube. We're at 34,009. We're almost at 35,000 subscribers. So come on, be that 35,000 subscriber. Uh, that's, a, that's a nice feather in the cap. We're almost at 50, right? So we're, we're, we're making a nice climb. I love it. Uh, and I'm excited to be joined by, by one of my favorite people in the fantasy football industry. She is a fantasy football boss, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is uh, one of my BFFs here. Uh, and I'm going to say she is uh, the strongest lady in the industry. Let's put it that way. Uh, stepmom, Lauren, welcome. How are you doing? Good to see you again. I am I'm doing so well. So I was throwing up the hearts and then I realized I had my pinky raised. Like, who <laughs> does that? Like, honestly, who Dr. does that? That's like me. So I had to like force myself to put the pinky back down but like hearts to you my friend you are also my best friend here i am so excited for this show we're like in june this is weird because I'm like six weeks away shit gets real oh my god Let's you know go. uh, i think july 1st it's 69 days until the nfl season starts. oh Thanks i see what you did there dirty yeah, yeah, i'm very excited about that it's on my calendar uh yeah <laughs> I, I, my butt was kicked Sorry, by Rose, COVID. I love you. Yeah, she knows. Uh, my butt was kicked by COVID uh, a couple weeks ago. I couldn't be on the show. So I'm finally back and just in time because I saw there's a plethora of prize picks to go through. So we'll hit a bunch of prize picks. Lauren's got some faves. I've got some faves, some rookies, some second year players, some players who switch teams. Uh, and then we'll talk a little uh, Tyree Kill. And some of the things that he said about Tua and accuracy will kind of jump behind the numbers, go back and forth. Uh, we got some running backs, ADP, who would you rather? Uh, and then we'll end the show with a little late round QB talk. We've got our different favorites. We'll give our rationale for it. Uh, and then, of course, we'll close it out with where you can find all of our work. Uh, but I have to say right now, this is the, the power couple with the hair right now. Best hair on the Mayo Media Network. I've not seen better hair. Uh, we'll put a poll up somewhere, right? Pat knows. It's, it's true. Uh, Lauren, your hair looks beautiful, by the way, as always. Like and subscribe to the hair. Uh, so let's jump in. I'm going to let you go first here with the prize pick. Sign up, by the way. Link in the description. MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Get that free hundred bucks. Uh, what is your best futures right now? If you're kind of jumping in on a nice little low-hanging fruit, we like to say. Well, I would just want to, I want to inform the people that you're a liar. Okay. Cause I only got one. You have several. I have one. Oh, I was like, oh. eh, whatever. He works way harder than I do. Y'all. I'm just saying, I'm kidding. I work hard too, sort of sometimes like when I feel like it anyway, my futures, I think though, I think like my, I've got a little speculation. I've got a little rationale. Yours. I loved it. As soon as I saw it, I said, that's a great pick. It was one that really stood out to me and it stood out to me for a particular reason with all of the offseason changes that we've happened and particularly during the NFL draft. And what really kind of blew my mind during the draft was I think the Eagles won the draft, not with who they drafted, but who they got during the first round of the draft via trade was A.J. Brown. So what we're looking at here is this wide receiver addition 
to Jalen Hurts. Now, no, I'm not going anywhere near his passing marks whatsoever. What I am doing is I'm looking at his rushing because last year he rushed for 784 yards, and that was only in 15 games, which I find very interesting. Now, of course, his wide receivers weren't super awesome. Basically, his best person to throw to was Dallas Goddard, their tight end, and that was more of a security blanket, so a lot of his rushing was more scrambling because their run game, let's face it, Miles Sanders, you're very disappointing. Okay, come at me. I don't really care. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not. But what I do like about this is I know that defenses are going to start scheming for these wide receivers, Devontae Smith, for AJ Brown, for Dallas Goddard. And what does that do? It opens up that running ability that Jalen Hurts is so well known for. So Mm. his line right now, it is a very juicy 650 and a hook, literally for 17 games. 18 games? How many do we do here? I don't even know. Either way, I know that's low. I know it's low. So in 15 games, if he was able to rush for 784 yards, I'm going to take the over on this one. This is very intriguing to me. I liked it. It stood out to me. It popped out. And I was like, you know what? No, I need to take this. I'm going to do the over. Jalen Hurts rushing yards over 650 and a hook. Uh, You know, and I saw a picture of him the other day and he looked yoked. Like he, they showed a picture Ooh, of him last nice year. Nice yeah. quads, nice quads. I mean, it was his upper body, actually, not not a an AJ Dillon special, but it, it was <laughs> it was a comparison from last year to this year uh, during OTAs, actually, and his biceps were just bigger, and and so he's gonna he's gonna be able to take a little bit more punishment, be a little stronger break free a little bit more i like that that's a that's a good call there uh i would yeah um just real quick my biceps are bigger too because i love biscuits and gravy continue (laughs) oh man mine for pepperoni pizza you know guilty as charged so hey let's go well that's a slam dunk i do like that pick a lot Uh, i'm gonna jump down i've got the same number 650 and a hook right it's a good number i'm gonna take the running uh you know category as well but i'm gonna jump over to a rookie running back uh drafted in seattle Kenneth Walker and, 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 you know, Kenny, Ken, whatever you want to say, that's such a low number. And you might go, you know, Scott, uh, you know, you're nimble with numbers. Let's, let's hit me with the numbers, right? Well, last year, Rashad Penny in 10 games, averaging 6.3 yards per carry had 749, right? Uh, the rest of the other running backs, Alex Collins, DJ Dallas, Travis, Horn, you add them all up. You're looking at like 1900 yards almost for this offense. You want to have some of those yards, right? That's, that sounds good. Uh, if you're in that, that's 650 of those in a hook, you know, you can fall forward for that last hook into the end zone, maybe whatever, uh, when your fantasy league, but I, I like that number. And even though it's a rookie number, maybe people aren't going to be on that. I think it's a sly little pick rookies uh, running backs. They, they want to get started right away. You, we've seen that with almost every single early round running back. You don't draft somebody in the first three or four rounds of the draft, you know, just to go, ah, yeah, it's going to wait. We're going to wait for this guy. We're going to see if he blooms as a running back. You know, we're going to, we're going to Derrick Henry him, by the way, holy <laughs> shit to the Titans for Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry. I mean, he was, he was so great, you know, now, but he could probably doing that the whole time. So I don't know, shame on you Titans. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of uh, AJ Brown a connection there. Uh, so I like that play. What do you think about this? I saw you doing a little heart thing again, which I, I'm a fond of. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I am all in on this. So like peel back the curtain here a little bit, which I said last time when I brought up Kenneth Walker as the exact same thing, I am doing the exact same thing that you did on the last show, which um, just real quick, I called him Brees Hall because uh, I was really sick. Okay. Just y'all, I was real sick and I messed it all up real high on cold medicine, but I then changed it and got it correct. It is Kenneth Walker. And one of the big things that I want to bring up as well is I know that Pete Carroll likes to rotate his running backs and it's all like, however, Chris Carson has, first of all, no timetable to return after his neck surgery. 
And it's not looking good. There's not even good news coming out. And Pete Carroll, who's the epitome of optimism, is like deflection constantly when it comes to anything that has to do with Chris Carson. So for me, this is one of those examples of where they can use a run game. And where this really speaks to me is there is no Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. There is going to have to be a solid run game because I don't know if you can see this right over here, folks. This is called Mizzou. So I know Drew Locke very well. And uh, Geno Smith is decent. Unless they pick up someone like Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't even know. Who even cares? It doesn't matter. They don't have a quarterback that is used to the system. They don't have a good, solid passing game that we can predict. So absolutely, Kenneth Walker is going to be seeing touches. He is going to be seeing rushing yards. And I absolutely love this. I think this is a slam dunk. Mm, mm. It makes me feel good when I get affirmed, by the way, by anybody, but by you. And me too, right? Yeah. Feel yeah way better. Too, uh, yeah. All right. So let's see if we can do some more affirming. Uh, my next pick is an opportunity pick. Marquise Brown in Arizona finds himself the, the de facto wide receiver one for the first six games of the season, right? So let's say in those first six games, he averages, uh, I don't know, like 80 yards a game, which is, you know, that makes sense. Uh, he's sitting on like 500 yards or so when, when our, our guy DeAndre Hopkins comes back from suspension. Then you have both of them, right? Which is going to probably give him better coverage options. Uh, but these guys were, were teammates before, right? They, they, they played together, I think. I think maybe like, oh, like in college or something. I don't know. So I think there's some repartee that's going to take place between Marquise and Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm super excited about this. It's, it's, uh, you know, 10 50 and a hook. They always throw the hook in there. Cause they got to cover themselves in that one yard that they don't want to get, you know, screwed on. I get it. I get it. Um, um, but I really like this. Let me just tell you right now. This is this is a little I, I use fantasy data. So, it, you know, uh, that's one of my favorite sites. Love too. fantasy data. I, just like I want to jump in here right now. Yes. Fantasy data. Awesome place. The things you can find in there is is awesome. Continue. And I 100 uh, percent agree with that. I use them every day when I write. It's just, that, you know, I'm not writing right now. But when I do, uh, K Magnifique, they, they, they're losing Christian Kirk. Right. He, there's a, it's about a thousand yards gone. Uh, and then so going into the season, they've got A.J. Green. OK, he's OK. He's got 850 yards last year. Uh, Rondell Moore, Antonio Wesley. Right. So I think you're going to have an opportunity there to hit that number. Uh, and uh, I want to say, how, how are you feeling that? Are you are you on that? It might not be a slam dunk, but I do think it's a sneaky play. It is a sneaky one. And I'm glad you did preface that with it's not just a slam dunk. It's not something that we can obviously expect to go in here. So I don't hate this one at all. What I will do say what I will do say. I love that. Yeah. What I will do. And that's where my English comes in, because yeah. if you know anyone who's from England, they always say will do. But what I will say and what I would like to do is keep your eye on anything that has to do with Zach Ertz, who is going to be in that offense. Now, I know we're not bringing up him in our prize picks, but keep your eye on what he is going to do because he, I believe, has the most opportunity in this offense. But I really like what your argument is. I like what you're throwing down here. I don't know if I'm 100% sold on it quite yet. But I could be talked into mm-hmm. it. But that line is is decent. That is not anything that is too high that can't because let's look at Hollywood Brown. What does he do? He is that deep threat. What is missing for six weeks? The deep threat in yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Now, what I'm worried about is if he doesn't get enough points or yards, if you will, from when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. However, Kyler yeah. Murray and Marquise Hollywood Brown already have chemistry. They already have connections. So if you're in redraft fantasy, 
My take is here, avoid DeAndre Hopkins, take Marquise Hollywood Brown, because I think that is going to be the start of something very special. Yeah. And if you want to build some some uh, best ball equity in the beginning of your uh, you know, building in, in your, your early lineups and winning some of your weeks, I think that's a good play. Now, here are two slam dunks, right? These are just like... You know, I went with two kind of underplays, uh, you know, in Walker and Brown. Now, these are the two ones that you build a stack on. Maybe you put a couple hundred bucks on these, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not telling you how to bet. But uh, Debo Samuel, is it the same? 10, 50, and a hook. I just don't understand. Last year, he had 1400, over 1,400 yards. So you're, you're telling me that he's going to go with Trey Lance, maybe at the helm, he's going to lose um, 300 plus receiving yards. He's not being converted to a full-time running back folks. As much as you want him to be, he's going to be a wide receiver and he's got an 18.1 uh, yards per reception. I mean, come on, this guy is a beast. He's going to yak it up after the catch. He can go anywhere he needs to go on the field and burst and break through tackles. So um, yeah, I- I'm all about that. What do you think about that Debo play? Oh my God. I love it so much. I love it so much because just like you said, there, there are some certain comments that Debo Samuel has made. Now let's look at what's happened to that offense at at all. Mike McDaniel's gone. He was the offensive coordinator and he basically was responsible for turning Debo Samuel into the wide receiver running back that we knew and love, but he still racked up those receiving yards. And then Debo Samuel came out and said, he does not want to be in that role. That's not exactly something he wants to do. It puts a lot of stress on the body. Let's face it, running backs get hit and he's literally running, running back routes. That's really, really difficult. And he's already come out and said, no, he wants to be the wide receiver. Who else are we going to be talking about here when it comes to who's going to be catching the ball besides George Kittle? It's Debo Samuel, as long as he's on the field. So I absolutely love this. I think that is very sneaky, but I think that, as you said, is one of those slam dunks that I think you should take. And then I'm going to put this to a redraft. Keep your eye on Debo Samuel. Don't take him too early if you can avoid it, but if you have to, go for it because I'm very excited with what is going to happen with him, even with Trey Lance in this offense. So I love it. Yeah, I'm on that. Him taking away some of those carries, Trey Lance can have those. Uh, the running backs that are on the step already. Exactly. Give it to the young guy. He's like, what, 16? Remember when we were 16, we got hurt? We're like, we broke our arms so well. We're back in a week. Like as we get older though, like things hurt. Like I walk up a flight of stairs. I'm like, I pulled my hammy. Oh my, I don't even want to talk about being injured. Uh, all right, let's talk about the last one here. This is uh, over in receptions, 75 and a hook for Jamar Chase. Last year he had 81, right? You think, okay, yeah, maybe you know, that's kind of close. But that was his rookie season, right? Like that, that is, is with the offense, they're still getting rapport. I know it's, it's Joe Burrow, but uh, I, I love that number. I see that number increasing this year. I think he's going to end with, you know, he's going to be in the 90s. So I think that's an easy win for anybody uh, if you're hedging your bets. Do you think Jamar Chase is going to have a worse season or a better season? I think he's, I mean, maybe not touchdown wise, but yards, I think it's going to be up. Receptions will be up too. A full disclosure, I was super jelly when I saw that you picked this. I'm like, how did I miss this? How did I miss this? But that's what we're here for, right? We're no. here to show you what things you can see on price picks. Find those little gems, those hidden gems that even I missed. And when I saw it, I was like, that is so obvious. It's it's dumb. Like, how did I even miss this? 100% slam dunk, do the over, freaking love it. I mean, like, bet 100 bucks. Do your MMN. Put yeah. in your hundred dollars, get that. your hundred dollars with your MMN promo code, and then put it on that one because that is a slam dunk. Of course, barring injury, but we're not speaking of that. We, I mean, like l- legit, 
yeah. all they're doing is getting better. So no, I love it. I love it. I was so jealous when I saw that. I was like, how did I not see this? Genius. It, and if you want to build a super stack, start with uh, Lauren's Jalen Hurts play off the top. Build the three, Jalen Hurts, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase. This is the best three uh, plays by far. So you put those together and then you put a hundred bucks on there. You know, I'm not sure for how much you're walking away with, but I, I think it's a, uh, it's a nice little, little bit there. So uh, I all love right. it. code MMN. If you haven't already signed up link in the description, you can sign up right away uh, and get that deposit and get going. So, all right, let's, let's transition a little bit. Now uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Tyree kill, you know, and, and maybe you're tired of Tyree kill. Um, but I, I wanted to be able to talk about what he recently said uh, that Tua is more accurate than Mahomes. And um, you know, on the surface, that didn't seem to make sense to me at first. So I kind of wanted to process it a little bit. I have that now processed it. Where are you at on this? You know, you want to dap up the guy that you're with. Of course, you want to be able to, to encourage people and not tear down and not, you know, be, be a jerk or anything. Um, but is he, he actually runs routes with these guys. He knows. I mean, he's, he would know. Uh, do you think he's just blowing smoke or do you think there's something there? I think this is, and I'm coming from a lady perspective here, from everyone who is listening, okay? I'm going to speak to you as a human, as a lady, as someone who requires positive reinforcement on the daily, just ask my husband, okay? Here's the situation. You go from a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill literally just wanted more money, and he's going to go to, which he should. I'm not giving him crap about that whatsoever. So he goes to the Dolphins. Now, what is he going to do? Be like, oh, no, no, no. Tua Tungavailoa sucks. Take me back, Kansas City. No, that is not going to happen. But at the same time, Tua listens to these things as well. He is a young quarterback. So the more that he has his elite wide receiver talk about how good he is, the more his confidence gets built. So I'm not saying that Tyreek Hill is lying. I am not saying that he is, you know, trying to blow smoke up of his skirt or anything of that nature. But what I'm saying is what they're doing is fostering a very interesting and unique relationship that is going to equate to chemistry when it comes to on-field production when we're looking at September through the regular 2022 season. So the way that that Tyreek Hill is approaching this, I think is fascinating from a human perspective, from the I am now technically kind of your mentor type of situation from a wide receiver perspective, giving Tua that confidence. Now, the very first one that we ever saw on social media was an underthrown ball. And everyone commented on it. And they were like, nah, what are you talking about, Tyreek Hill? That that ball was underthrown. And then what happened after that? Tyreek Hill doubled down on what he said and then tripled down on what he said. He's like, no, he's the most accurate passer I've ever. This is no, this is no knock on Patrick Mahomes. What this was was to say, I know I've seen ability in Tua Tungavailoa, and I know I've seen what he can do. So I am going to go on camera on national television and tell everybody what I've been able to see to not only build up his chemistry within the team, but to build his chemistry with the quarterback. So that's what I see from that human perspective, from that ability to be that good, solid teammate in that offense. So it it is curious to me how this is going to play out this season, but I don't think he's lying. I think what he's trying to do is foster something that is really important that's going on with the Dolphins right now with all of the new changes that they have going on with all the new running backs, with the new offensive court, I'm sorry, with the new head coach who was the offensive coordinator of the 49ers, Mike McDaniel, as we already spoke about. I like it. 
and here's the thing, the, the adjusted completion percentage between Mahomes and, and Tua is a difference of 3%, right? You don't think that Tyreek could kind of like edge that 3% towards Tua next year? I mean, that's with Tyreek Hill. That percentage helps when you're throwing it to Tyreek Hill, right? So uh, that's a, a small, narrow percentage uh, for people looking at it. So uh, I, I don't think that it's a, a slam dunk either way or it's smoke either. I like it. You did a good job of answering that one. Uh, uh, you passed to the next question. So how does that actually play out in real life? Like, how do we apply this to uh, Tyree Kill, to Jalen Waddle? You know, we're talking about last year, a difference of only 50 points, right? Between Waddle finished at wide receiver 13, uh, Tyree Kill wide receiver 7. So they were in, in, not the same ballpark, but the tier behind, they were, you know, one tier away. Waddle, of course, is not going to be, uh, barring an injury, probably the, the person who's targeted the most this year. But, but what does that do to kind of both these guys right now? Does it, uh, you know, tell me what you think. Okay, so if you look at it in a vacuum with what we saw from the Dolphins last year, I think is unfair, right? Because their entire coaching staff is now, not entire, but their coaching staff is now different. Their offensive scheme is going to be different because like we said, we have Mike McDaniel here who does really random shit. Okay, look at Debo Samuel. I mean, he does weird stuff. So let's look at it from how can we look at this from the draft perspective. Now, If we just look at this in, you know, oranges to oranges, apples to apples, the best way that we can, Tua Tungavailoa is not Patrick Mahomes. So let's just look at that. So, yes, Tyreek Hill will fall just a little bit in what his rankings were compared to what we know is our peas and carrots, which was Mahomes and Hill. We were always used to this this stack, this idea of those two together. We don't have that anymore. Now, Jalen Waddle isn't a slouch. And if we're going to talk about chemistry with Jalen Hurts that he had, or I'm sorry, uh, Kyler Murray that he had, what we're going to have to do is do the same thing with Jalen Waddle and with Tua Tungavailoa. Now, Jalen Waddle as a rookie did very well. Now, Tyreek Hill coming in is going to take a lion's share of those targets that are going around. We haven't seen Tua Tungavailoa for a whole season. That is not something that we've seen, so it's very difficult to gauge these things. So my recommendation on this whole entire situation is temper your expectations for Tyreek Hill, but do what you think is best for your team. I would avoid... Tyreek Hill. And I would rather target Jalen Waddle as opposed to Tyreek Hill when you're in a classic redraft league. That is what I would want to do simply because of where the draft capital is and what is going to happen and what we don't know with the offense at all. So I'm worried, but not so much that I, I think he's going to suck. I still think he's going to do well, but I may look elsewhere when it comes to what my idea of an elite wide receiver one is when we're talking about who we're taking for our roster. Yeah. And, and I love what Jalen Wall did last year. He only had six touchdowns. You know what I mean? So it's not, he still did great. Yeah. He's still great. So he could still easily get more than that in touchdowns this year in that in that offense still get a thousand yards and have a hundred receptions and you know be uh what i like to call a wide receiver two theory option so uh yeah we'll, we'll talk another time about that uh but uh yeah that. yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm into that very much so uh and then let's let's save the two a question for when we get down into our late round quarterbacks today i noticed there was an overlap there uh so we've got uh one more kind of rapid fire not a lot of explanation, but these are running backs being drafted uh, according to, uh, and we use different ADPs, but I'm looking at uh, 4 for 4 ADP. Shout out uh, John Paulson, all those guys over there. Love uh, 4 for 4 So uh, let's look at their ADP right now. Uh, this is in, in uh, 12 uh, team PPR redraft leagues for fantasy football. Uh, Joe Mixon at RB7, DeAndre Swift, RB8. Who are you going? Both really explosive, really op- no, great opportunities in their offenses. 
I know this is really tough, but I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. Ding, ding, ding. I'm DeAndre Swifting as well. Yeah. All right, let's jump down mid-tier. Yeah, uh, RB15, James Conner versus RB16, Zeke Elliott. Oh, this is so hard. I'm going to go James Conner. Simply off the draft value on where I think I can get them versus in ADP, because I know just by name value, Zeke's going to go high. I'm going to take James Conner with no Chase Edmonds speaking of the Dolphins. Yes, and, and hopefully uh, Zeke is recovered from his injuries and James Conner does not get injured this year. I like Word. that as well. Yeah. All right. La- last one. Here we go. Rapid fire. Uh, RB23, Josh Jacobs or RB24, Elijah Mitchell? Josh Jacobs is dead to me. So by default, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Mitchell actually won people some leagues last year because he was a good pickup. People thought he was. And Josh Jacobs is garbage. So yeah, we can just Josh leave Jacobs it Jacobs is, is what he is. All right. Uh, let's talk favorite late round quarterback right now. And this is what we'll get you out on. Uh, who do you like? You can give one or two. I'm going to stick with one, but I want to hear what you have to say here. Okay, so my very first one that we already, well, not my first one, my second one, because I just had to, I had to talk about it. We're talking about him all show. Tua Tungavailoa, y'all. Okay, so one, besides 444, another um, ADP uh, website, if you want to do, is Pro Football Calculator. And he's going around the early 11th round is Tua Tungavailoa. Why not? He's got Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, Micah Sicky, Chase Edmonds, who's a pass-catching running back. All of these players, I really like Tua Tungavailoa, but... I know this has been said so many times and like I have heartburn saying it out loud again, but y'all it's Derek Carr with Devonte Adams and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, please. And all that money that he got and Josh Jacobs is dead to me. So yes, give me Go. Derek Carr as a late round quarterback. I'm in. I, I like both of those. Uh, I- I'm going to also advocate for my guy. And this is just a throat and bow big time face. Cause he doesn't like this guy as well. Uh, <laughs> Kirk cousins uh, at QB 15. I feel like that's a really good value. If you're going to go heavy stud, you know, RB, RB run, you know, wide receiver, wide receiver, and just fill up your first 10 picks. You, you could have Kirk cousins waiting for you there. You know, that, that feels good to me. Uh, and the end eh. of the day, you know, at the end of the day, listen, you got Justin Jefferson, you know, you also, I mean, Dalvin Cook out of the backfield, he catches balls. And then you've got touchdown magnet, Adam Thielen. All he does is catch touchdowns. Uh, you've got Herb Smith returning as well. You know, you know Conklin showed he could do things last year. Uh, I mean, there's enough there. There's enough there for Kirk. Uh, if you don't believe me, go check out fantasy, you know, the, the fantasy data and check out where he finished last year. Uh, no, it sounds it good when you I say know. it like that. Where do you but think like when finished? I say it out loud, I throw up a little bit in my mouth. I'm I like, know. Where, where, where do you think he finished last year overall for all of the quarterbacks in in in, in uh, you know all of fantasy football? What's your what's your take? QB forty seven. Oh my gosh! No, I'm he's, kidding. I'm obviously QB seven. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> he was QB eleven though. So I mean, it's right? It's weird. It just right. sounds. I know. I mean, listen, he, he threw the ball 561 times. That's a, a lot because their defense sucked. So, you know, I asked what you, but think. there's also a new coaching staff here that's oh, going to okay. be happening. Yeah. So that's also something I'm totally arguing with you. Listen, and I'm, I'm not well, sorry I, I would, about it. Listen, I would take Derek Carr over Kirk cousins. Easy. I've been a Derek Carrite for a while. Me, me and bone big time clashed on that. Is line. that a thing? You know, a Derek Carrite. I, I love it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I yes. made it up last year. Uh, so, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I would, I'd rather take Derek Carr. So I, you, I just couldn't take yours. Cause you know, yours is a good one. So yeah. Thank you. So, 
Yeah, this has been great. Uh, and if you guys haven't, uh, go back and check out the early parts of the show. If you just jumped in here, check out the prize fix, please. There's a cool little thing in the feature. You go down and look at the timestamp. Just go boom, right back in time to, to where we talked about prize fix. And sign up if you have not. Code MMN. I want to hear from you as we go. Where can people find you right now? Because you are boss lady all over fantasy football, by the way. And it's not a joke. Oh, thank you so much. You all can find me on social media. It's at Stepmom Lauren. And no, not that one. I'm the fantasy football stepmom, Lauren. You guys can also find all of my work on my website, stepmomlauren.com. Come and talk to me. Talk to me about football. I love it. I love answering your questions. This is one of the greatest things that I love to do. And I'm very lucky to be able to work with people like my boy, Scott Simpson, and uh, and our producer extraordinaire, Josh. Aren't you? Shout out, Josh. Yeah. And I have to say a shout out to my daughter, London, who graduated uh, fifth grade (sighs) today. Yeah. She's a boss. She kicked cancer's ass, beat leukemia. Yes, she did. And uh, just took her French immersion graduation, took that down with a Chuck Norris karate chop. So shout out to her. I'm so proud of her. She earned her summer of camps and playing around and doing fun stuff. Uh, you can check me out, Nimble W Numbers uh, on Twitter and then NimbleWNumbers.com. Uh, I also write for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'll have some rookie running back, rookie wide receiver previews coming out soon. That COVID kicked my butt. My brain is still foggy. So you know what? I'm just happy to be here and I'm happy to be working with you. Uh, This is one of my favorite shows to do. I tell my wife, man, whenever I'm with Lauren, it's one of my favorite things. So uh, I love you, Rose. Yeah, she's awesome. So uh, <laughs> follow her, follow me, uh, follow the Man Media Network, like and subscribe right now. Also, if you're sticking around here on YouTube and drop a nice comment and tell us how much we love your, your hair. And, uh, you know, it's better than Denny Carter's. Let Denny know on Twitter, too, that his hair, not as good as our hair. DC so, Carter 13, just saying. Yeah, and, and uh, Pat Doherty's here. All right, on that, we'll be out. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.